Hey guys, welcome back to Bar Bitches, Barbie S. We're your hosts, Allie and Natalie, of course. And this episode, we wanted to help you guys out. Mostly the newbies, maybe some of the old bartenders. I don't know. You can get some information either way from this. But we wanted to show you guys how to ace your bartender interview. Especially exactly. if it's your first one. Yeah, we want to give you guys the tips and the tricks to be able to answer these questions and go into your interviews uh, prepared. Yeah, and awesome. confident, because that usually is like what sells it anyway. Exactly. We yeah. want you guys to get hired and get into um, the working force as a bartender. Yeah, especially with all this COVID shit, like this is the best time to do it. So let's dive right on into it. So first things first, <laughs> like if you're a bartender, this has got to be the most obvious thing ever. The biggest thing, but for sure. know your fucking liquor. So that means that you kind of have to at least... If you don't know the recipes yet, which we'll go over that in a second, but at the very, very least, like know what alcohols you're going to be working with. So a lot of times for me anyway, yeah. um, especially for like my first two bartending jobs on the first interview, the manager asked me, okay, well like name four vodkas, name four gins, name four yeah. whiskey, stuff like that. And so... You know, at the time, I didn't drink too much, but I knew like some of them like that I'd seen a ton of ads for or whatever. But yeah. it's good to know in case know they throw a handful you of them. With that I think, yeah, for sure. yeah, exactly. Know a handful, especially like the things that not many people drink a lot of, like the gin and the whiskey, because they're definitely going to be like, okay, look, let's see if she knows her shit or he knows his shit. Also, research the bar beforehand sure. and see what kind of um stuff they specialize in so let's say if it's a place that serves a lot of like craft beer i would brush up your knowledge on craft beer for sure yeah if it's a tequila bar um brush up on tequilas and mezcal you know yeah. stuff like that if it's a whiskey dominant mm -hmm. bar make sure you know the difference between whiskey scotch um Bourbon. What is it? Bourbon, rye, whiskey, yeah. stuff like that. Like, make sure that you know, because whether it may not necessarily be required that, you know, it yeah. will definitely give you like a leg up on other applicants if you know what they're selling. So yeah. definitely research, like look at the cocktail list, look at all that stuff, look yeah. at what they're um what they predominantly sell and make sure you're kind of like well-versed on that shit so that you kind of have that, that upper hand. For sure. Yeah. Cause they're going to eventually get to that point. They're eventually going to ask you and you can't look like, Oh, I don't know. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what's the difference between a scotch and a, and a bourbon? And you're like, Oh my God, um, I hate that question. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, next question, please. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like an Irish bar, like they're going to specialize in whiskeys and scotches, you know, so you have to know these things. Exactly. OK, so then the next thing is kind of leads into that is popular cocktails. And like what we mean is like um, the Long Islands of the world and the mm -hmm. martini, what the dirty martinis. Yeah. And so all when that. when I was interviewing for like a staffing agency, mm -hmm. this lady had like this worksheet. And she had different drinks on there. And so she would ask me what was in different drinks. And Ooh. she would mark down, like, my answers if I knew it, if I didn't know it. Yeah. And she wouldn't tell me if I was right or not. Oh, my God. That's the worst. It was so intimidating. Oh, my it gosh. It was terrible. And I remember, <laughs> like, so those drinks were, like, um, 
I'm trying to think sidecar, oh. old fashioned Manhattan, yeah. just kind of like the the very basic top, probably like 10 cocktails. If yeah. you search on, on YouTube, 10, 15 classic cocktails that you need to know, mm-hmm. literally it'll pop up. So it's like certain things like that, because there are some places that will try and quiz you yes. or that will ask you yes so what what's in an old-fashioned just so that they know that you're like a bartender or know right that you have experience they're gonna yeah. ask you and if, and then like the best way for you to fake it is like even if you've never made it before you can be like well i know there's whiskey and they're simple and all this shit you know then they can exactly. be like okay you know i believe her they're not gonna be like okay let's make one now unless Unless you go to an actual like when I wanted to work with um, that bartending school that also did the staffing. Now they were like, you got to take our class for like seven hundred dollars, something crazy or you do the speed test. And if you pass it, then hell, you're just on the team, you know. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I got enough experience. Let's just roll the dice. And it went well. But oh, my God, if I had first started in my first or even second year, I would have been fucked. So there is I remember. So at one of the bars I used to work at there, one of their like entrance interviews that they would have an in-person interview, but they would also have a behind the bar. So assessment so they wouldn't make you go behind the bar and work for like an hour lord and they would watch you how intimidating i'm like oh my (laughs) god and this place first of all this place is like high volume kind of all the time so i'm like first of all if someone told me that i would have to do that i would say okay i'm gonna go to the bathroom and i would never come back literally that is the worst my worst night, especially because they had a shit ton of specialty cocktails as well. Mm. There's no way I would have ever done that. So some places might actually have you do a behind the bar. Yeah, they'll call you out. I remember another bar wanted me to. So I had the in-person interview went great. And then they asked me as like a, another step was to bar back for a couple weeks. Wow. Just so they could make sure that I was kind of up to par on everything. And it was at that point where I was like, well, I'm not going to bar back. I was like, if you want to give me a test behind the bar, that's fine. Because at this point, if you're not super new, a test behind the bar isn't like too crazy, especially if it's in like a dive bar. But I was like, I'm not I don't want to bar back. So you might be asked to do like things that you're not comfortable with yeah um or that you don't feel like doing that's not worth it to you yeah so just kind of gauge it in that way i guess because and be up front yeah because i mean or just <laughs> say yes and or then, just like, say later yes cancel. and don't don't <laughs> show up or don't just email call. or call them back yeah I don't know, like, well at the last place that i i went to i was telling her it was a fucking nightmare because one like this person this restaurant owner had never ever had a liquor license before they only had like the beer and the wine yeah and it's a different ball game when you add in all the other components of having a full bar so first she didn't she was like i don't even drink so this will be fun i'm looking at her like no no it won't be because i already know i'm gonna fight you on everything oh, you're gonna it? yeah so i already knew she was on some bs but then like 
she didn't know anything about alcohol and stuff. And then she was like, yeah, plus like the way that we pull tips, we tip out everybody, including the cooks. And I was like, clearly you've never, you've never had a bartender. And then she was like, um, Oh, she was like, yeah. And I want you to work for like a couple shifts just to see like, if it's a good shift, like if it's a good fit from you and I, da, da. but then when you, when you hear that, I want you guys to know most of the time, especially like when you're training and you're brand mm. new and stuff, you're, probably not going to get tipped out like yeah, there's exactly. places that I've worked as a even I was hired as a bartender and they're like yeah you can't get tipped out until like your third shift or something like that yeah so this place I was like first of all fool you guys are only mostly servers in here there's mostly servers I'm the only bartender okay yeah. now you, uh, you're now adding a full bar so most likely I am gonna make most tip even like because I actually have experience, I can fake it till I make it. So like, you know, I will be able to make really good drinks and all that stuff. But then like my tips, all my tips are just going to go to all the servers. It's, just, it's no not going to go to me. All. And then at the end of it, it's, it's like, oh yeah, now you can start or maybe you can't, you know? So I was just like, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to look for a job that's a little bit more conducive to me. Yeah. Because most of the time realize this when you are training, you are not going to get tipped out unless yeah. the person training you is nice enough Yo, to add that you many of into. Them. <laughs> and there's not a lot. I remember when I was training, there was a couple people that were like, yo, you actually helped a lot. You yes. did a lot. I would feel bad not giving you anything. Yeah. So here's something. Yeah. And those people you appreciate versus the people sure. that are just like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't get tipped down when I was training. Yo. Blah, blah. And you're just like, bitch, like I literally did made your job so much easier yeah, for you. I did you. all your dishes. I took care of all your customers. All you had to do was just watch me. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. So you shouldn't be stingy. So it depends. But it is not legally required. You do yeah. not you're not supposed to be getting tipped out when you're training. Yeah. So unless you have someone who's training you that's nice and appreciates your work, then you'll get tipped out. But just yeah. know that normally when you're training, you're not going to get tipped out. Yeah. So be mindful if you do say yes to those shifts and the tryout shifts or whatever, just exactly. be mindful. Like don't expect to get tipped out. But if it's a place that you still really want to work at, bust your fucking ass give them the best fucking impression of you exactly and then you know one they'll be more likely to hire you then two they're more likely to tip you out exactly either way win-win okay so now that we got the drinks and all that stuff out of the way now is like the other main component of the yeah. job and it is winning over the fucking room, basically. And when I say that, I mean, like, really, honestly, you have to go in there and you got to try and win over the regulars. Like, first off, you kind of have to I like to go to places that I'm like, OK, I can kind of like maybe they're very country in here and I'm very hip hop. But like I I'm a kind of person that I can kind of like fit into a group. And yeah. like kind of read the room. You know what I mean? But if you're like, nah, bitch, like I'm hip hop all day. And you know what I mean? I'm not working at no country. You know what I mean? Like that's not the place to try and like get to know the regulars. You know what exactly. I mean? It might not mesh well. Yeah. But um, the most of the places that I've done this is like you go in and you don't even ask for an application right off the bat. A lot of times I'll sit down at the bar, I'll ask for a drink, and I'll sit next to somebody who looks like a regular. Usually it's like the oldest dude in the room, to be totally That's honest. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's a... Well, honestly, it kind of... 
I mean, kind of both dive and corporate. It could be. Yeah, it could if be. If they're sitting by themselves and they're older, they most likely go there a lot. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. And like sometimes, like you know, you sit next to someone, you can kind of overhear, and they're like talking about the bartender. They're talking about Steve on the other end of the bar. You're like, okay, so he knows people in the room. Exactly. Or if the bartender knows them by name. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what I've done is you go, you sit next to them, and then you just start talking to them. You know, like, oh, so you live around here? And I literally have like not even said hi to people before and just been like, oh, so do you live around here? Like, and they're like, yeah, I do. And they like tell me their whole life story. And then like yeah. we're friends at the end of this drink or whatever. And then, then like that's when you're like, okay, me and him are actually getting pretty good. Like we're getting along. So maybe I would do well here. Like maybe the other regulars are around the same type of demeanor as him. Most likely they are. Yeah. So um, that's when you're like, okay, I kind of want to work here. What do you think? You think I would fit in? And then they'll, then they'll tell you the real, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they'll be like, no, I mean, you kind of have more of a young vibe or something, whatever it is. And then that's when you're like, okay, I'll make the next step of getting the application or should I just fucking bounce? That yeah. way you don't waste your time. But also now you have someone on your team so that yeah. it is like all about word of mouth, right? Like that's the best type of marketing. So you want this guy talking you up or a girl, whoever talking you up once you leave the room, that's the best fucking part. About I think it. you also have to have to kind of see their interactions with the bartenders too. Yeah. Cause I think you can tell if the bartenders don't like them oh, or yeah, if they true. do like them so or true. if they tolerate them. So you want to find someone that the bartender is like actually actively talking to true. because if you find someone that the bartender like knows is a regular, but they're like annoyed with all yeah. the time or they like are kind of like brushing them off or like kind of nice, but then walk away really fast. You yeah. know, you want to like really keep an eye on that because their word is going to be a lot less. They're going to take it for a lot oh, less for sure. than someone that they actually like. Like if the owners actually like somebody mm-hmm. or the managers actually like somebody, they're going to like actually consider you versus yeah. like the annoying ass customer that comes in and gets yeah, fucked up every that's time. True. Like use your better judgment. Like don't go for the guy who's there, but he's like ragingly drunk and yeah. he's like really sloppy. Really look at how their, their interactions with the bartenders. Yeah. I think because if the bartender right. like finishes like helping people and they're like don't have any more customers help and they go and talk to a customer Mm -hmm. then that's the person you want to talk to because you know that's the person that they don't have any other shit to do so they're going to go and talk to this person Mm -hmm. that's the person you want to talk to yeah right because that's the person that they're comfortable with yeah and that's the person that they would take their word over yeah. anything or their opinion over anything yeah. I think that that's probably the best way to go yeah because I know there's a there's a few regulars where I'm like oh, oh. Like, I'm not hiring any of his I'm fucking like, friends if he recommends somebody I'm like oh man if Absolutely they're too not. nice to him I'm like I wouldn't even want to deal Mm-mm. with them but I think that it that like that's why you have to sit down for a minute like get an actual drink and like wait around like I usually wait five to ten minutes yeah, just exactly. to listen which is terrible but like I'll listen to people's conversations and like just see like you said look at the interactions that's, that are going Go in by yourself. Absolutely. I always because then it's less intimidating. Like then that way, then then if I don't know how to like start start up the conversation, then they'll come to me and be like, Oh, so you new in town or like yeah. what are you doing? You know, like it's a little bit easier for them to talk to you. But I honestly have gotten hired off of this process alone like three times. I three. I've never done that before. It was just like <laughs> one of those like I did it on accident one time because the bartender was busy. So I was just like, OK, I'll sit here and talk to this guy. And then like 
I think actually was like my very, very first job. And I like my very first bartending job. And yeah. I did it on accident. And then like once a bartender finally came over, um, I asked for a drink and then he was like, oh, she wants to work here. Can you go get her an application? And like it kind of was a snowball effect or whatever. Yeah. But then later I heard from like other regulars and the the manager and they were like, no, like when you came in here, you left a really good impression on like a lot of the regulars here. So good, I yeah. decided to give you a call because everyone else will just come in, drop off their application and then they bounce. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's a good I never thought thought of that because I think Allie's probably more social than I am so (laughs) I never really I don't I don't I've never done that the most I've done was I've had friends who've already worked there and that's probably even better which is honestly better because you are you will most likely be hired on a recommendation Mm -hmm. from another bartender than anybody else so if you're like so at the bar that I work at now one of my best friends she worked there. So I would go in. Uh, I went in a couple times. Like I wasn't there all the time. I wasn't really like crazy, but I, she introduced me, whatever. Yeah. So she was always pushing for me. So when whatever, she's like, if we need more help, like my girl, Natalie, yeah. like whatever. And that's, e- that's eventually how I got hired was the manager was talking about how we could probably hire another person. And she was like, my girl, Natalie bartends. Like yeah. if you want her here, like, let me know. She's looking for a job because I had already interviewed with them. Oh, perfect. And but they didn't they didn't need any more help at that time. So it was like a And sometimes they'll forget about you. They'll be like, "When I, when I need some help, like I'll find your resume." Exactly. It's like, it was dude, like an, no you won't. It was like an up in the air type of yeah. thing where I figured like, "All right, I guess I'm not getting hired." So I got another job. And then I was like, "Yo, like whatever you need, like I'm there." So she got me in the door yeah. at this place and I've been there over a year. So it's important. I mean, I've had the same thing happen, but it was like a family friend. And I actually never had never, ever met her. She was just a family friend. And like the, my family was like, no, like talk to her. Like yeah. she'll get you a job. And she's sure enough fucking did. She had just left a bar yeah. and was like, do you want my fuck my old job? I'm like, hell the fuck. Yeah. If you talking about it makes money. Yeah, I'm there. Exactly. And so you're right. It's all about like networking, period. Any job that you're going to do. But if you got somebody who's already on the inside, man, that especially makes it way friends too, because mm-hmm. friends will most likely want to work with another yeah. friend. So yeah. it's like if I was working at another bar and I knew Allie wanted another bar job, ooh, I would talk her the fuck up. Yeah, you know so what true. I mean? I'd be like, if I knew we were hiring, I'd be like, yo, I have this girl. Hey, She's girl. been bartending high volume for five plus years she's pretty she's charismatic she knows what she's doing you we would be so lucky to have her you know what i mean so if you're friends with someone who's a bartender but you're actually friends with them like it works it helps use that yeah because they can get you in that's true bars are usually always hiring for they are they are they just say that they're not but like a lot of times they are they could use extra help for sure unless it's like a a place that's had like the same bartenders for like years yeah, and years like 20 and years, years or that's 10 what I'm years saying. Yeah, like I know different. like at my bar I'm the newest hire and I've been there over a year wow but that's because every bartender only works like one shift <laughs> there's but like good there's money. like seven of us but everyone only works like one shift because it's a dive bar so it's different yeah yeah that's but true. yeah otherwise like corporate bars you know shit's Oh, my God. The turnover going around. Yeah, that's so true. So, yeah, just be mindful that the networking part of it is very important (laughs) because you're going to be talking to these people at one point or another during your shift. Exactly. 
So then, so this one is a little bit trickier. This one is all about the certifications. Now, this is tricky in the sense of like every state is different. So yeah, exactly. certifications can be different wherever you are. And then it also depends on like if you're working at a dive bar, some dive bars don't give a shit. They're like, I don't care if you have a certification. Some are like, hey, make sure you have that shit ready on the day that you start. You That's know, so true. Yeah. And then like even corporate, like most corporate, they're like, OK, well, if you don't have it, like we'll train you or like, you know, we'll make sure yeah. that you get it done or something like that. But then they're even more so on your ass because they're like, well, you know, management is calling me and saying that you didn't finish your paperwork, you know, so <laughs> Just be mindful. Certifications so what kind are of important. certifications are you talking about? So I'm talking about like if you've ever heard of like serve safe mm-hmm. um, for alcohol or for food or yeah. for the food handlers mm-hmm. um, certification. And then some places um, call it tips like there's a yeah, there's, there's a, a star. Yeah. As well. In, here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out about that one. Yeah. So basically it's like. I don't even know how to put it, but okay. It's basically like handling food, handling alcohol. Yeah. So you have to get these online certifications. It gives you a printed out copy and places ask for it. Mm -hmm. So what I do is when I go into an interview and they say, Hey, uh, do you have your food handlers? Do you have your star? Do you have your tips? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, I do. I have all the certificate, no matter what I have all this because then once they ask, I know which ones that I need to get. Yeah, if you're tight on cash. So then I will go online and literally it could take you a day to honestly finish. Yeah, they're the easiest courses. Like this is not something you like you got to go to college for. Yeah, you just have to watch a few videos. It might take you a couple hours. Yeah. You have to watch a few videos, take quizzes after the videos, and then you're good. And but then it's you very like to the point. It's not like hype. Exactly. Not- I guess there are a couple hypotheticals, but it's nothing that's like really trying to trip you up. Exactly. So it's super easy, super to the point, and it's super easy to get. Yeah. So, and it'll cost you, I think, I want to say maybe like maybe 15, 20 bucks per, per course. If well, that. I've seen, I saw like for tips anyway, that theirs is like around 40. So I oh, would I say. I don't know. I never got to. Yeah. Same, same. So like, so, <laughs> but I think that they're around. Um, I would say like, look, you were saying like around the lowest is probably like 20 and then the most at very most is like 50, maybe 60, but I've never paid that much. I feel like I've only ever paid like 30 or 40. That's the most. And I know the food handlers is like 50, can be as low as 15 if you get it at at certain spots. And then if you don't get both, like if you get just the food portion of it, then it's like 15. But if you then get also the alcohol, then you might have to pay another 15. You only need the food handlers if your the your bar has a restaurant so if you're working at just a dive bar and there's no food there's no restaurant you don't have to touch food you don't need a food handlers card so you need a food handlers if you specifically are handing food so or handling food so any bars with restaurants or that serve food straight from the bar Mm -hmm. like that has a kitchen you're gonna need the food handlers but yeah anywhere else um you should be pretty. Yeah, you're good. Like, I know at the bar I work at now, there's no kitchen. Okay. So I don't need a food handlers for my bar right now. Good. Yeah. And I think. But they let you know. Oh. They ask you if you have it. I was going to say, like, I think the bar that I'm working at, like, right now, like, the corporate bar, 
I think that like because I listed it on the resume, they kind of were just like, oh, thank God, because like they had just gotten their license. So they're just like, good, because then I don't have to sit here and make sure that you go do it because you already have it. And it's and it's not expired. Like versus some people will give you time like you have like two weeks or whatever to do it. So it's not a, a deal breaker. Right. But for me specifically, but I've always also, just said that I had it. But And I was going to say, like, it, it's the whole first impression. And then it puts you yeah. above the rest because then they're like, oh, well, she already has it. Yeah. yeah. Then it's like, well, do I go for her or the person who doesn't have it but swears that they're going to get it by the end of the week? Fuck them. I could just go for the chick that already has it. Exactly. Like, so just do it. So just say you have it and then just and do then it, go the, get na- it. <laughs> the same day, the next day. Just do it online. It's exactly. super Super fucking easy. It's not nothing, nothing crazy to right. it. So. And it's all stuff that you actually do need to know. It's so not go like ahead and a go fucking college course. You know what I mean? That is like super duper unnecessary. Exactly. Right. Like this actually pertains. It, it tells you the information and you take a small quiz about it and then it, you just go on through the course yeah. like that. And then you. It's like elementary level shit. So exactly. you'll be fine. You'll be completely fine. Okay. So the next thing we talked about this heavily when you and I were going back and forth about these topics. Yes. This is very important though. So. Just as much as like you're trying to ace this interview, you also have to be mindful of like, are they going to be a good fit for you? Exactly. So you have to ask them about the hourly pay. You have to ask them what shifts they intend to give you. Like if you're like, yeah, my whole my whole sh- my whole availability is open, and they're like, oh, but I just wanted you for Tuesdays. And you're like, well, then shit, I guess I gotta go get another job. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, be mindful. Know these things up front. Don't yeah. have it be um, a surprise later. And then this, you know, the biggest one. We all about this shit. You know, we all about the money. So. You have to ask them, what do they do about tipping? And I mean in terms of like, are you splitting with other bartenders? Are you splitting with servers? Are you tipping out like food sales to someone and all this kind of shit? And it's very, very important because I've actually worked at a place. I worked at this nightclub and I didn't really understand. It was like one of my first jobs. So I really didn't understand the whole idea of tipping out other people that weren't bartenders until after. So I then found out like, um, if you're the bartender and it's like a busy night, everybody tips together, which makes a little bit more sense because that means that everyone's getting a good customer service. You know, everyone's giving good customer service and all this stuff. I guess, guess, but but that's like high volume because that's when they're not really like you have your regulars come in. That's when like it's a nightclub. That's, that's a difference. But also, when I would um, cocktail, like VIP cocktail, what is it? What is it? Like you're a VIP cocktail host or something yeah. like that. Um, they like threw in all these extra like fees and tips and stuff. So it's like, yeah, the girls like will split between each other. But then they're like, yeah, you also got to tip out the door guy. And then you also got to fucking tip out uh, your bar bag. Oh, by the way, you also got to do a house fee. And we're like a house fee. Later, I found out. That is illegal. And then we sued them and we fucking won, ho. But like, you know, if no one had ever brought it up to me that that's not even a thing, I would not have known. So it's it's smart to find these things out at the beginning. Yeah. And don't get ambushed by it later. And then you're already too. Then once they're like, well, you already work here now, like you've agreed to the job. Then, you know, you kind of did agree to the terms of the the employment in the interview. Yeah. I remember. So I was uh, interviewing for a spot in the Pacific Palisades. It was a restaurant that was opening up. And so I asked the guy about the tipping. I was like, is it 
do you pull or do you not pull? And yeah. at this point, it was a restaurant. So I was interviewing as a server. So it's a little different. Um, and he was saying you pull tips. And mm. I was like, that really made me consider, do I really want this job or not? Right. And I was like, fuck it. Okay. I need a, I really need a job right now. I'll just go for it and see what happens. We ended up not pulling tips because it was okay. a restaurant that was just opening. And because with servers, if you're pulling tips, fuck no. Fuck that shit. Like if you're a server, yeah. absolutely not. You should not be pulling tips at all. But yeah, and I was making like 300 plus bucks a shift. Yeah, that's so a huge like, difference. What if like your customers tip you that well because they like you, they like your service, but Joe Schmo is getting tipped out $50 for the entire night because he's exactly. an asshole and then we got to tip out. And I get, so bartenders normally pull tips, which I get. If there's a lot of them. Based on if there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I have known or I have worked at bars where it's like split bars. So it's like you handle this half, mm -hmm. you handle this half, which I guess is still okay based on how busy it is or yeah. not i've had people like steal from me though from doing oh that yeah shit. people steal all the time they so will steal tips like if you go to the bathroom like i i tested a guy to see if he was stealing i counted the money first then went to the bathroom and then i came back and we were short 60 dollars. and yeah. i confronted him and he was like oh i don't know maybe we dropped it and i'm like you know, but and then that's when I had to go to the manager and be like, we're not for, I'm not for the the tip tipping the pool tip, all that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not doing it no more. Yeah, exactly. So you really have to, like, be mindful. Yeah. Of, but ask because ask. not only it's like we Doesn't get that hurt. you're trying to get a job, but they are also trying to get an employee, yeah. a good employee, a so good one. Exactly. You want to ask these questions because you want to make sure that you're a good fit. And you don't want to waste anybody's time. Like exactly. I was telling her about how I recently went to this place. This per this restaurant owner was her first time ever having an alcohol license. You could just tell because she's like, I don't even I don't even drink, you know, and I'm looking yeah. at her bar like it shows like your alcohol selection <laughs> is. Ugh. But then like we're talking and I'm like, OK, so what is your tip out? And because she's never had a bartender before she's like well we're just gonna everybody's just gonna tip like everyone's just gonna split everything and everyone's gonna get Hell tipped out including no. the cooks and i'm like if we're doing like sales percentage or something i get no, it yeah. but if you just want me to tip everybody out that is some bullshit like if you know if you work in the restaurant industry you know that cooks get paid more hourly yes and so they it's like anyway. i'm getting minimum wage mm -hmm. so of course I'm getting tipped, but you're getting like five, six, seven, however many mo dollars more than I am exactly. an hour. You're not getting tipped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't ever feel bad about that either. And if so, tell them what you what you decided um, or how you said you would tip them at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've had people come up to me and like they thought because of that's just the way that they've done it before that that's how it was going to roll. And I was like, well, I already talked to the bar manager before I ever spoke to you. Yeah. So just straight up, like I've already figured it out that because people will try it. People will try it. The, yeah. You know, when it comes to money, people will just take the risk and they're like, well, she doesn't know. So if I get 50 percent of her tips tonight. Well, it is what it is. And then if she finds out that that's wrong later, well, then, you know, I'll just I already have I'll the money. ask yeah. for forgiveness. Exactly. So just be mindful. Like people will try that. Not everyone's going to be honest. But yeah, I've had people come up to me at the end of the shift like, yeah, so let's split these tips. And I'm like, homeboy, you as a cook. Exactly. Love you. Love you so much. But you're getting about 
whatever the percentage is that I agreed with the bar manager for your tip out. Yeah. And so one of the things that Allie said was she was like, I will tip you out a percentage from the food sales. Yes. So make sure like that's another thing. In my bar bag, I tip out according to my liquor sales. Exactly. So make sure that if that's something you have to do, just just kind of push for like, okay, well, if I need to give the kitchen a percentage, Mm -hmm. they're going to get a percentage from the food sales only yes. not your liquor sales and exactly. not any of that shit because they had nothing to do with that literally so and they should really be getting like the bare bare minimum i used to work at this minimum. place where they were like yeah give me two dollars for the cook because it's like yeah he makes more money than me like exactly. i really shouldn't be tipping him out but here's some walking home money like here's some money for your cigarettes or something but exactly. like don't think you're getting any more than that exactly so. so that's definitely something to to be aware of absolutely so next we have what to wear. Mm-hmm. So I am a big advocate of always dressing up okay. a little bit. Dress so, to impress. Yeah. In my opinion, I would never say to necessarily dress casual unless you're like, it's like a spur of the moment type of yeah. thing. And you're already at a bar and you're already there and you're chopping it up and you're like, hey, are you guys hiring? Like that's different. Mm-hmm. But if you're going in specific specifically to apply for a job I would always be at least business casual if not business which for women could be um button up you can wear jeans put on heels like we were talking about this earlier Try to make sure it's like not ripped up jeans though oh yeah just normal normal jeans not (laughs) distressed make sure they're calm and right (laughs) zend out jeans (laughs) um but yeah we were talking about like heels kind of spruce up any outfit make it businessy just like i always go for the flats though because i'm like i'm like i want to be comfortable because i'm be you know i guess walking around for a long time but then also it gives that air of like okay she didn't wear heels but like she's got some cute shoes in the closet that's professional ish i can see flats i can see flats for sure i don't own flats because i kind of have cankles a little bit (laughs) so i'm not lying i'm really not lying (laughs) i'm really not (laughs) so i've never worn flats in my life hey you know know. what the fuck you're working with though so you're like i'm not i know yeah so not delusional okay (laughs) i'm sorry for not mentioning that um But now that it's mentioned, I can totally see how for some people that would work. Yes. Uh, For me specifically, it does not. I would wear heels, jeans. um, But yeah, like stripper heels, but like. Don't wear fucking Converse or fucking Vans or whatever. Maybe even Docs might work depending on the spot, I guess. I I think I've worn Docs a couple of times. Um, I never got the job. <laughs> so that sells, says it all right there. <laughs> that was probably why. But yeah, but button ups for sure. I think yeah. for for both men and women. Yeah, I was gonna say. So what do you think about men? Because I feel like it's there's not a whole lot of like business casual stuff for men. It's always okay. So my dad um, was a manager at Vons for like thirty years. He always told me about like dressing up wise for interviews and he always said if you do not dress up for an interview I most likely will not hire you Mm. so he was like for men it's 
button up and a tie because he's like if you come in and you look like you if you dress up it looks like you made the extra effort yeah because you actually want this job so you dress to impress true versus if you came in a t-shirt or if you in, like came hoodie. in something else something more casual yeah he's most likely unless they're really desperate to hire someone they're kind of like well if he did not take the time to like dress up for this interview then i figure he doesn't really want it and i'm gonna hire someone who actually dressed up made an impression mm-hmm. and and it was a good one. And it was a good one. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to hire that person over the person who didn't dress up. So I've always kept that in mind as in dressing up wise. I'm always at least going to wear like a button up. Yeah. At least. Me too. I can't Collared lie. shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We, also, we were saying collared shirt. If you don't have um like a tie. A tie. Or exactly. Like Do the collared shirt. Collared shirt works. Um, make sure you look presentable. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure your hair is done. I don't know. Just make yeah. sure you look good. Yeah. Kind of almost like professional. if your mom forced you. So it's almost like if your mom had forced you to go to church, like growing up, like what would she put you in? Like some slacks and a good shirt. <laughs> if you're a guy, if you're a girl, it's like if you got to wear pants, it's like the good pants. That's and a like, perfect analogy. Right? Maybe not for a girl necessarily, but for the guys. Yeah. For sure. For the guy. Yeah. Because she's going to put you in like gonna put bows. going to put you in a dress and, and like leggings. Yeah. For a girl, she's like bows <laughs> and dresses and all types of. Yeah. So yeah, for a guy, that's a little bit easier yeah. to explain. You're also right. too, for girls, I want to put this out there. So don't. Okay, so don't dress too provocative, Mm -hmm. I guess, because, okay, so there's a difference. So if you're getting interviewed by a guy, Mm. then you can dress a little bit more of that way. So that's why the button up is really good because you can always take a button down. Hello, yes. But if it's a woman, you can always button up because if, if you're interviewing with a woman, and you have the button up. down, button it, like kind of immediately button it up. Because if mm-hmm. she sees that you have your titties out or mm-hmm. whatever, let me tell you, you're not going to get hired. Yes. But if you're with a man and you just button it down a little bit, so a little bit of cleavage is showing, yeah. then you're good. So at the end of the day, like kind of gauge, but that's why button ups are perfect oh, yeah. for women. Like yeah. because you can button it up. Or button it down based on your audience. Yeah. You know what so I'm when in doubt, do the button up. Button up for sure, hundred percent. I agree. I think that, that every single time I go to an interview, that that's like that's the only all I wear, I wear is a button up. Or or I was saying, hmm. um, I've worn a V neck. Okay. With a blazer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said that, I was like, ooh, that that's pretty classy. Yeah, like, like the blazer white, takes it another level. Yeah, a white V neck, black blazer, black skinny jeans and heels like honestly like yeah, that can that can be like a business casual look yeah exactly well. so that works too but For i sure. think button-ups are more um if you know who you're who you're going to be hiring or who you're going to be interviewing with which a lot of time you do if you are on job sites mm-hmm. then you'll know if you're the name of the person you're looking for um, so you'll know but if it's sometimes a guy or they've girl. gotten me though, where I'm like, I'm here for Leslie, thinking it's a woman and it's a guy. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so All be right. careful, be Let's careful. Unbutton one, <laughs> there Hello. you go. But that's why What's the button up, up is Leslie, perfect. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then this actually leads us into um, the other half of it, where like same thing, like with any job, you know, dress to impress. Like we said, this is also very important, and it's get there early. early. 
Yeah. Period. So like make sure that you get there early. So like normal jobs, you get there early because you want to impress impress them and they're like, you know, okay, like they're yeah, serious. Exactly. They really want the job. Same thing with bartending. However, there's also the aspect of you're talking to a manager and they're also at their job and they're also working in a fast paced environment. So sometimes yeah. they're like talking to two servers about some random check and then they're also running to the other side of the bar and all this stuff. So like I've come into a place and I've been there. I've gotten there like all of five minutes early or like exactly on time, which you don't want to do, but yeah. I've had to do that. And then I sit down. I'm like, I tell the bartender or whoever is at the door, like, Hey, I'm here for so-and-so they're like, okay, great. Yeah. Just sit down or whatever. And then I don't talk to the manager for another 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then when the manager finally sits down to talk to me, they look at their watch. And I'm looking like homeboy. I've, I've been, been here. here. Yeah. Like, why are you, you know, I'm, I don't know if that's what they're thinking, but more than likely I've even had managers like, who were like, hey, you're hired, but like come in and meet the owner on yeah, this yeah, night or whatever. Yeah. And the same thing happened. Like she, the the manager who told me to come in was there, but she was drinking. So she wasn't paying attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the owner was like behind the bar, like chopping it up with his friends and like doing all this extra shit. So when he finally got to me, it was probably like 10 after, which I didn't mind. I didn't care at all. But then um, once I talked to the manager again, she was like, yeah, I realized like you are so late for your da 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 and I was like girl bye you don't (laughs) run those tapes but you know so at the same time I was like you know what like I should have realized I should have just came in like super early because I didn't know what atmosphere was going to happen like what it was going to be it was my first interview for um being a bartender period so I didn't know it was going to be like that but that's why we're giving you the keys now I think at least like for me I will get there maybe 15 10 minutes early Mm -hmm. but I usually will stay in the car until like five minutes before and then I walk in because I don't want to be too early yeah but I also I'm going to be early so I usually aim to be like walk in five minutes early because if you're late to an interview they're going to think that you're going to be late to work yes so if you're early to an interview or on time to an interview then it's great it's perfect yeah Yeah. because if you're late that's the worst thing you can do because then they're also thinking about all the other factors of like okay well she said that her house is close but clearly it's not that close because it took her like you know 30 you know it took her 10 minutes over the time or five minutes over the time that she should should be here even if so so if you live in LA you know traffic is a fucking nightmare fuck that traffic Uh, you always just leave 15 minutes earlier than you're supposed to leave. So that'll give you a good enough like leeway to get there in time. Yeah. And then honestly, wait in your car, find parking. You don't know what the parking is going to be. It's always a parking situation that fucks me up anyway. That's why I have to get there, especially in LA. Exactly. Like in Ohio, it's like, okay, park anywhere in LA. It's like, Hey, go park at this fucking parking garage, two blocks down. Then come on. Like, dude, I'm running over here, running around in circles, just trying to find a fucking spot. So, be 15 minutes early in case you have to walk two blocks or whatever like that's honestly your best bet and then if you have to get if you get there early enough and you have to wait in your car for 10 minutes wait in your car for fucking 10 minutes yeah meditate do some fucking shit you know what i mean exactly like better to be early than to be late get your mind right but honestly Mm -hmm. yeah if you're late that looks super bad on you yeah it does okay so then the next thing is So when it comes down to like your work experience and stuff like that, or maybe if there's like gaps in, you know, your work experience and you need to explain some more. So like a lot of times the managers will say like, oh, I saw you didn't stay at this place. You know, you stayed there like less than a year or something like that. 
for me, when people like put me in that that position where they're like trying to trying to equate like my time staying at a place as whether or not I'm a good bartender or not, that's when I just get real and I just let them know like, look, boom, I usually work like two jobs at a time. So you're looking at it like, oh, she's only been at this place for like 11 months, She, which is so stupid because most of my work experience is like, if I haven't stayed there for a year, it's like with it's like nine months exactly. or 10 months. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, well, technically it's not a year. And you're like, yeah. dude, get the hell. Like, I didn't stay, I didn't put, I will never put anything on my resume that like I've only been there a month or like I was oh, there yeah. a week. It's just, you don't want ha- to have your resume like too fucking long either yeah. because- then and that doesn't like look good. Flags. It looks like you're job hopping. Yes, you don't exactly. Do that. You want to keep the longest ones and the most recent ones. Yes, you know I mean? and the best ones. Exactly. So, but then I had to go explain to them like, if you look at it, they're like they're overlapping. overlapping yeah. Like, come on, you know, I get you just glancing at it really quick, but like, all you have to do is ask me. But exactly, that's the thing. You know, sometimes people kind of put their foot in their mouth, so you have to explain. But just be humble about it and just explain to them, hey, I usually work two jobs at a time, so it might look a little bit weird to you, but that's just how I do it. Or be like, hey, you know, just to be totally honest, I try to work at this place. I try to stay in as long as I could. Um, me and the manager or whoever, it just didn't work out. Maybe I wasn't getting enough shifts. Um, Maybe I wasn't making enough money. Um, Maybe they were asking too much of me. Just, just, you know, whatever the truth is, or even if it's like, you know, if it's something around those, like don't ever be like, oh, I cussed everybody out and I walked out. (laughs) No, what you say is me and the manager just didn't see eye to eye. We just didn't have a very good uh, work relationship. So I just figured I would go somewhere else that was a little bit better for me and my personality. I mean, who can argue with that? Do you want somebody who's going to come in and argue with you every day or have a shitty attitude? No, but once you put it that way, it's like, oh, she's not like just lazy. And she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But and then also, so I we brought this up only because I literally went to that interview recently that I was telling you guys about earlier where the yeah. owner did. She'd never had a bartender ever. And this mofo really had the audacity to ask me about why there was a gap in the in these last few months. And like we're talking about like this is COVID time. OK. In and Los Angeles, who yeah. is still on lockdown still. to this day. September, yes. still on lockdown. Yes. And like as I was talking to her, like we had just, I think. We had just lifted, not not even lifted. It was like I was hoping that they were going to lift it. So I was like, let me go out and like get a job so that like the second they say we can go back, I can just jump back into work. Exactly. So she was like, um, yeah. So like, why haven't you been working the last couple months? And I was just looking at her like, bitch, do you mm-hmm. live under a rock? I mean, I didn't say that, but I'm looking at her like, girl, COVID. And I just told her I was like, COVID. I was like, it was, um work at this place, have no shifts, like get one shift maybe a week. And exactly. it was like making, taking care of their to go oh margaritas God. or something. Yeah. Or it was go ahead and go on unemployment and be able to pay my bills. And I was like, I had to do what I had to do. And I'm not saying like, I'm going to stay on it. Like once COVID is like, clearly I'm here at a job interview. You know what I mean? Exactly. But sometimes you have to remind people. So it's better to like, not like try and skim over that, but just give them the real, like, don't be an asshole. Don't get offended. Just be like, Hey, like life is life. This is what I was going through. Boom. Or, or what I, what I like to do to not even have to address that. Hmm. I, (laughs) Uh Uh Um, (laughs) so on my work history I fill in the gaps like honestly nobody calls nobody fucking lying though 
especially in this industry, nobody calls for references. It just no. doesn't fucking happen. So maybe at the very last one, maybe, 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 but, maybe. but you can kind of get away with it if you're like, I still currently work there. And you're like, I don't want them to know that I'm like finding a new job. Exactly. So honestly, like I'll extend that shit mm-hmm. a good amount, yeah. like a good amount. Like I used to do that so that it would be like there. Not that there wasn't any gap history, but at least there was like. So normally I had one job. OK, so I was always working multiple jobs like Allie. So I'd have Starbucks was my main job. So I was working at Starbucks for like seven years. Mm-hmm. So that was my main full-time job and then I was working as bartending on the side but I would always my second and third job switched a lot because mm. Starbucks was the main job and I was just trying to find a good fit yeah for another job but sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't and I would be there a couple months or not so I would use the experience that I needed or the bars that I needed so I found Starbucks and then I was at one bar and that was what I eventually found to be like a good mix Mm -hmm. and so but before that I used I would just extend that second and third job out so it didn't look like I was just hopping from job to job to job Um, and so you can honestly just just lie if they're really not like checking just kind of like gauge out the place and see like uh what they're working with or whatever um and if they do physically like ask for references um i would definitely i would write friends names down oh my god i would write them as like oh so they were my manager at my last bar Mm -hmm. and i'd give their number and then i would text them be like hey if you get a call you were my manager at this bar and they'd be like down that's why no one checks them anymore no one's ever gotten a call whoever Yeah. yeah no one's ever gotten a call ever yeah but at least for when i was in the um restaurant industry no one's ever yeah called. no like one's other ever industries yeah <laughs> i yeah see if you're maybe if you're like going into like a a medical career right. or something like they might call they might. but like bartending yeah no one restaurant industry nobody calls i've Most never likely. had a place that called previous work Mm-mm. so i've always stretched it out if i thought that that experience would benefit me yeah because i mean what what's a couple weeks you know what i mean like yeah. come on like sue me because i decided to quit a yeah week if or i two, was there for you know? like nine months or whatever yeah. i would put a year because i'm like fuck it i literally yes in like i was saying people yeah. like managers will seriously sit there and be like oh well technically it wasn't a year mofo it was nine months you act exactly. like i was in that bitch like a month that's that's no small potatoes okay so you can you can finesse it you can any, finesse it any you definitely way. can like that last lady i was like shit let me go ahead and like bold all the dates because yeah. her ass clearly couldn't read you yeah. know like Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. So just be mindful of that. Um, okay. So last but not least, I fucking hate getting this question. I'm so glad that Natalie brought it up because I was actually just going to skip over it. But I hate this question. And it's so tell me about yourself. And you're like, bitch, do you want my life story? Do you want to know my favorite colors? It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. None of those things. So I guess the answer to this is to be short and sweet but also be informative so to the point about your work history you always want to you kind of want to start with like okay well i'm 25 and i was born and raised in los angeles been here my whole life blah 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 blah. right right you don't Mm want to give too much necessarily about your personal life but at least give them your age and your and where you're from or Mm -hmm. whatever right 
And then you're going to talk about your work history. So that's that's um, prevalent to what you're interviewing for. Yeah. So if you're interviewing for a bartender position, just be like, yeah, so I've been bartending for five years. Yeah. I've worked at dive bars. I've worked at high, I've worked at high volume nightclubs for the last two years. Mm-hmm. I've worked on and off in uh, the staffing agencies at yeah. events. Um, I kind of know how to do it all and I kind of like it. And I think another mm-hmm. thing to uh, specifically add is if what is this? Oh, yeah. So make it seem like you love working with people Mm -hmm. for sure. For sure, for sure. Because that's really what it's about. Upsell the people skills. So I I love bartending specifically because I love talking to people. I love making drinks. I love being busy all the time. Upsell that you're a workaholic. Yeah. See, I love to work. Mm -hmm. This, this, and that. You basically take all of like, okay, so... People will be like, oh, what are your strengths and your strengths and your weaknesses? Like, don't ever be like, oh, well, like, I can't stand for like more than 30 minutes. And like, like, (laughs) I'm not I'm not really a talker. Like, don't say any of that shit. What I say is I always try and like take something that is actually honestly a positive and I try and like flip it like oh god I'm this the worst man so like mine (laughs) when I get that I always say like well I like to keep busy like they'll be like what is your weakness and I'm like oh well I always like to keep it moving I don't like to stand around for too long it's just kind of I'm kind of a busy body so like if I can't help a customer then I'm cleaning and then they're like okay okay Mm -hmm. I like this bitch yeah exactly yeah (laughs) or like um what else have I said I've said like just like, oh, yeah, like I'm a people person, um, but like I know when like, oh, I know what it is. It was like I'm up front. That's yeah, why yeah, I always yeah. tell the I and and honestly, that's the truth. Like I'm up front. So oh, yeah. like I don't really like to beat around the bush. So like I tell them like, yeah, I guess some people can get offended by it. I guess if you want to take it as a weakness, I go. But I would rather just be up front. So I'm like, you know, um, if there's a situation that's going down that I don't agree with or yeah. like um, if I feel as though like there's a that we need to have a conversation about it. I go, I'm just going to go straight to the person that I, I need to talk to about it. Yeah, I go. I'm not really for the rumors and all that. I go because. I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I have to say. That's so, perfect too, right? because in the bar industry, there's a lot of drama. Yes, you've known, and I'm not saying like I'm being confrontational when I'm saying like I'm going to people. Like yeah, the, yeah, exactly. I'm saying that like if I hear some drama's going down and it's about me or about someone else, we're gonna fix I this. Just shit. Tell you. Yeah, yeah we're I'm gonna, gonna just be like, hey sis, so I heard you didn't like how I closed last night. So what's up? What was wrong about it? So at this um, at this other bar, I remember the manager had asked me in an interview he asked me so what would you do if you saw another bartender like pocketing oh I've had that one or -hmm. whatever right Mm -hmm. and I said and I said look I said and I was completely honest I was like okay look I was like honestly I would try to fix it in-house first or I would try to fix it between us first because I've gone to places or I've worked at places where favoritism runs rampant so it's not like it's gonna fucking do anything she's not lying because i've had this exact same situation so i said i said i would try to say something to them specifically first and Mm -hmm. be like hey if that happens i'm noticing (laughs) like i saw you do that that's not cool that's not not fair but if you do it again i'm gonna say some shit you know what i mean but like give Give them them the the chance. chance yeah and then i said and then if it happens again then i take it to the next level and then if I really need to tell the manager I tell the manager if I see someone over pouring or giving shots but I want to give that benefit of the doubt to like my coworker first yeah and then I'll take it 
yeah, if the next you don't step, want anybody to lose their job you're exactly. like i'm just being honest but and i was like because i'm not trying trying to start drama i'm not and honestly like he appreciated that honesty from the get-go because i was like i come from i've worked at bars where with favoritism and i've yes. worked at bars with drama 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 mm-hmm. and i was like i'm not trying to get into that drama and i'm and i know veteran bartenders have more say with the managers than a newbie so if i see some shit go down i'm gonna talk to them first before yeah. i try to like go above their head yes. not knowing what the system is yes and, and then sometimes like goes. if you even try to go above their head be- like before talking to them it'll backfire because if, then the manager will just the manager's be like oh the they're complaining type, about you yeah. if the manager's a gossip type they're gonna tell them and then you're gonna be in the outs the with asshole. the main bartenders that work there and you yes. don't necessarily want but, that either but be honest and I've had that exact same situation and like I was telling her like I kind of yeah. called dude out he didn't really want to own up to it and I was like alright you know maybe this time I got it wrong maybe yeah. just this time but you have to be honest. And yeah. if you're in an interview or whatever, and that's the question, like always just flip it so that it's like it, you're trying to change your weak. Like you're trying to show that your weaknesses aren't really weaknesses. They're really yeah. strengths. In the interview specifically, even if that's not something you would do necessarily, because it's like I've been screwed over so many times where I haven't said anything by like mm. senior members of the bar, mm. because I know that if I say anything, it doesn't even it's not even going to fucking matter. Cause like a manager yeah. has been the one that screwed me over yeah. or taken money from me. Because so you're what still am new or say? something. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like. But in an interview, keep it in mind that you can that you want to at least act like you're not going to be there to like stir shit up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so kind absolutely. of be like, well, I'll talk to them first yes. and I'll give them a chance. And if yes. it happens again, then I'll come to you and then I'll talk to you about it privately and right. see what we can do. But you know what I mean? But other than that, you just kind of got to. Yeah. Don't act like you're going to be like a, a snitch. You know, snitches right. get stitches. Some people are very off, but. By snitches, some people love teachers' yeah, pets or yeah, whatever. Some people love it. Some people so hate some it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. So honestly, but everybody respects the person who's like upfront and is like, "Well, I'm not gonna start rumors about your ass. I'm gonna just ask you what was exactly. up. Exactly. What was up about that exactly. night? Or what, what did That's I do wrong? Thing. Yeah, absolutely. So be mindful that this entire thing about like the entire interview period is about being personable because. They want to see that you can interact with people. And exactly. so if you can interact well with them, you can be upfront and you can just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then you're going to go way far and above than the average dude who's like keeping it real short and, you know, sweet or whatever, yeah. barely saying two words. So just be in mind, like keep that in mind. But in general, I feel like we handled all of the major topics. That's honestly, I think I wish I knew I would want to know. Yeah. yeah when, before, like I actually went on my first interview because who it's nerve wracking when it's you're so there ner- even to this day like us going on interviews oh, yeah. it's just like i'm like oh my god mm-hmm. i'm gonna listen to this episode before i go on <laughs> any more interviews. yeah to remember like i i always trip up on the so tell me about yourself i hate that because i'm like i fucking Ugh. hate in general i hate <sighs> that I'm an intricate, question. complex being. Right. You're talking about I got to like keep it down to like five cents. Like I always, <laughs> I always ask myself, I'm like, do I mention I'm a single mom or no? I never some tell people. Some places will hate that and some places never. don't mind. I never tell people if that I'm a single mom. If they're asking you. Like if they can you find have, out later. Yeah. If they're asking you if you have kids or something, be bitch. mindful that those motherfuckers are biased to people with kids. Because they think. Like, honestly, if you put that... Okay, so 
if you put it out there that you have kids, they might take that as a negative because they might see it as somebody who will call out because they don't have childcare. Yes. Or who will call out because Especially the in kid, the bartending is, industry. Because at nighttime, someone has to watch the kid. Exactly. Which is as, as fucked up as that is, which shouldn't be a thing. It it's is. such a fucking thing. Or think that the bartender life is not for someone who has who sh- who has kids. It shouldn't yeah, be for someone. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So that's something that... And they're that, the ones who need the most money. So I was like, hello. So that's for, for something that, unless it's something that, like, strictly impacts your schedule. So if you're a single parent who does not have um, childcare at night, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You have to be upfront. You have to, just like we were saying, school schedules. If you have something that keeps you occupied during certain times of the day, you have to say that because you don't want to go in saying I have full availability. And then they're trying to book you for every fucking day. Exactly. But for me specifically, Like, I have my parents that will watch my daughter until I'm off work, until whatever time. Thankfully, yeah. Thankfully, like, thank God, right? So that's something where, so I don't even have to mention that I have a kid because it doesn't interfere with my work schedule. And honestly, it's better if I work while she's sleeping because she's fucking sleeping. Right. You know what I mean? Like, my parents don't have to do shit. She's fucking in her bed. She's sleeping. Yeah. But if it were during the day, that was, that would be when I would need child care yeah. or something like that so yeah. if i'm like you know what i'm free nights whatever you need whatever it, it's not something that has to think or if they if it somehow comes up that i have a daughter then i make sure to say my schedule doesn't matter because my parents yeah will we'll watch, watch her. her whenever i am working yeah. it's a child care is not an issue yeah. so that's another thing because that's something that, that is important. employers will take into consideration. Like 100%. they shouldn't, but they do. Yeah, I mean, it, there are people too. Because uh, and then people too, especially in this industry, people are are will be biased about yeah. it and be like, well, who's watching? Especially yeah. if you're a woman. It's okay if you're a man. It doesn't. No one gives a fuck. But if you're a woman, well, who's watching your daughter? Do yeah. you know how many times I've gone into work at like seven p.m.? So who's who's your daughter with right now? I'm like, bitch, is it your fucking business? business? No. <laughs> like, no. first of all, like, what? They're, that's people being fucking entitled. Exactly. Thinking that they the have a right to fucking to be, know what's going on in your life. Yeah, like the, like the, the mom moms need to be with the, pers- with the kid 100% of the time. But the dad, as long as it's like 10%. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? He's a good dad. Yeah. Exactly. The stigma is there. So, I mean, if you're a woman, at least I keep that in mind for sure. But, but like you were saying, just really quick, like if you are like, like you have your situation. So you're like, no, I would prefer nighttime. Exactly. But then if you, if you have a situation where you have kids or you have class or whatever, and, or you have like night classes or whatever, and you're like, well, I'm a morning person, or like I would rather have all the morning shift. You know how hard it is to fill a morning shift at a fucking bar. You so have, if you're willing to oh, do it, yeah, bitch, let that be known. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, I'm trying to have like night shifts, you know what I mean? You got to be upfront because then if they give you all these mornings, you're like, you have to. Yo, look why to, did you hire me for this? You know what I mean? You so have to look at the job too. ads because most job ads, if they're looking for a morning bartender, they will specify that they're looking for an AM yeah. bartender because most places that are looking for normal bartenders will will put in the job ad must have weekend availability yep. must have open weekend availability yeah. which means friday saturday sunday bitch you have to be theirs no matter what time they want it because most of the time 
all of their bartenders who are already there and who already have like open availability want some weekends off. Yeah. They don't want to just work every single weekend over and over. They exactly. want to be able to switch off and have a couple weekends off. So you have to go in and replace the per the main bartender that wants that weekend off. Yeah. So and hey, that's the best way to actually steal their fucking job. That's the <laughs> best way to get in. So you need to go in knowing that you should and make the most money is yes. to have Friday at least Truthfully. Friday Saturday nights off. Yes. And I think that's just the best the best way to go. But if yeah. not, you need to make it known because then you they need to be able to work with you. Don't go in saying you have an open availability when you don't. Right. Because then it'll just make everyone mad. Yes. And the then you, the and then you might end up getting fired because they're like, well, truthfully, like we needed someone we don't for need this. You. We don't and need now you. You're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you're sc- we're screwing up the schedule. So. Exactly. But honestly, in all, I hope that you guys learned a lot from this one because these are very, very important like aspects of the job and of the interview period. Yeah. So like take these keys, listen to it again if you got to, because exactly. honestly, this is stuff that I wish that I fucking knew. Yeah. Same. That's that on that, bitch. bitch, period. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to Bar Bitches, Barbie S. Um, We always mention this, but ho, you know what it is. Fucking follow (laughs) us on Instagram, on YouTube. We're working on the YouTube, so definitely follow us on the YouTube. We're coming with some fire, so you guys can stop being like... Yeah, I know you got a podcast and all, but like, what about some YouTubes or some videos? Yeah, like, like actually watch us on YouTube. You. We have shit on yes. YouTube. So. Yes. So be sure to be on the lookout if you haven't already seen that stuff. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to Bar Bitches, Barbie S. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs>